0: welcome to techtastic the podcast that explores the cutting-edge world of technology and its impact on society new breakthroughs and developments are revolutionizing the world around us presenting exciting opportunities as well as complex challenges we'll explore the big ideas and key players driving these transformations as we seek to understand the implications of these advancements for our lives our communities and our planet Join us on this journey of discovery and exploration as we navigate the fascinating and ever evolving world of technology. This is TechTastic. Brandon Barnum, CEO of HOA.com, as well as several other projects that you're involved with. It's lovely to have you on. It's TechTastic. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks, Christian. It's TechTastic to be here. Thank you. So you like to coach people on building sales channels, building relationship tools. I'm trying to remember exactly the way that you described it on your websites. Yeah,
1: I I like to help people make more money. Quite frankly, I'm just focused. I'm passionate about helping professionals generate more revenue. And typically that comes from what I teach is raving referrals. So my background, kind of my origin story is I was a a single dad in my twenties and I was only making 20 grand a year when I got full custody of my son. So I had to make a change. And I got in the mortgage industry and I had somebody teach me the art and science of raving referrals. And within 18 months, I had 10X my income from 20,000 to $200,000 a year. And so now I've just been on a mission to teach and train that to as many people as possible.
0: That is a good topic for this crowd. Our audience tends to be entrepreneurs earlier in their journey starting their new venture or you know, wanting to do something like that. And one of the hardest things for people to take that jump is the financial freedom to be able to actually do it. I'm mean, going to take a bet on myself. I have to be secure enough to be able to do that at the safety net and I have the confidence that I can succeed. The part that's really interesting to me about it is the raving referrals piece. In a sense, in the, the world that I live in, the high-tech building technology, the modern view of how you build a SaaS business is product-led growth. And that's heavily reliant on giving people so much value mm. that they become your champion. They're out in the market screaming from the rooftops, Bala AI is the most amazing thing, solve all these problems for me, you gotta use it, right? And Absolutely. when you say raving reviews, it, it just screams like that same concept, but I feel like there's more there.
1: Well, there is more there, but you're absolutely right. And it's how most business is done. So Ivan Meisner, who started BNI for people that are in kind of that that networking world, they know BNI and, he says that, that 97% of businesses rely on referral, but only 3% have a system for how they attract more business to themselves. Uh, for most people, it's like you do a great job and you just hope the referrals come, but there's actually a process that you can use to activate referral partnerships and then automate co-marketing so that all of your partners are promoting you consistently.
0: I'd like to hear more about that because we talk about it within the companies that I'm involved with. We always try to put the customer at the center of our entire organization. And that means that everybody has a responsibility to the customer for some part of the journey. So if you're in marketing, you introduce them to what we do. If you're in sales, you inform them on how it benefits you. If you're in onboarding, you make it easy for them to start using it. If you're in support, like you you surround the customer with your team so that Mm -hmm. they're just constantly getting everything that they need. And that turns them into a champion in a sense, but if you don't make it easy for them to share that, then you don't get the virtuous cycle, You know, the conveyor belt of value you've actually created. You don't give an entry point for them to pull somebody else in and give them that voice. So I'm curious from your perspective, from like a technology perspective, I know how we do that, but from your perspective, what does that look like? How do you get them to be part of that conveyor belt?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting, Christian. It's a great question. I look at it with two hats on, right? As my CEO of a tech company hat, we are integrating the invitation process directly into our platform. So at HOA.com, when a we serve homeowners. Ultimately, we're out to revolutionize homeowner associations because we believe there's a better way to HOA. So we're elevating the standards of how homeowner associations deliver service to their homeowners. Some of them forget that they actually exist to serve the homeowners, kind of like <laughs> what you just said, right? But our money is made by the professionals. So we have realtors, insurance agents, painters, plumbers, all of the pros who serve homeowners become members of our referral network. So we It's membership as a service, right? Software as a service, same concept. And when they come in, we invite them to invite their trusted team. They invite their top trusted professionals that they're referring business to all the time. And we help them automate that marketing to their respective clients, which are the homeowners that they serve. So we've done two things in our platform to increase that viral loop is the term I use that you're talking about. Number one is our users invite other users as part of the benefit of the product that we deliver because of the automated co-marketing they're better together and the more partners they have, the more their overall total network reach grows. Because the second thing that we ask them to do is to upload their homeowner database. And what we do is we create a report, we call it a home safe report, everything about your home in one location, including your home valuation. Mm -hmm. What's my home worth? And so when a pro sets up their profile on HOA.com, then they upload their clients and it automatically sends an email to each of their clients every month saying here's how much your home is now worth and here's what's going on in your neighborhood. And then it includes their trusted team. So if I'm a mortgage lender, like I was, I might have a realtor, an insurance agent, financial planner, and I've got my 10 partners is what we recommend to them. They're all getting promoted on that automatic email that goes out. So as we use this system together, everyone wins.
0: It works exceptionally well when there's a network effect baked into the product, and right. it sounds like HOA.com is exactly one of those, which is fantastic. Like that's a great business model. It's a wonderful way of doing it. And well, and for us and for them, Christian. I mean, oh, exactly. No, it's what we're doing. We've yeah. made, like
1: we've helping people create their referral partnerships and actually automate their co-marketing because that's the gap.
0: That's exactly right, because the default stance of something that's socially beneficial like that is we're doing it for the benefit of the people involved in it. We happen to receive revenue because of the increased value for everybody involved. And so it's a great business model, and I'm a big fan of it. There are so many things that we could dig into on that because one of the pieces of advice I like to give is to always try to find that version of an opportunity. How is it that if you're just extracting value yourself in the form of monetary remuneration for the thing that you provide, Um, There's no there's no value to anybody in that. You're never going to win. The market's going to eat you alive because, right, you're just extractionary. I think of insurance companies and banks in that model. If they didn't provide loans and if they didn't rebuild your house after it was destroyed, they have no value in the market. They're not going to survive long. Right, so the more value you can create with the lower cost to operate, the better off you are. And if even better yet, if everybody involved is getting outsized value because of cooperation and sharing it even further, it's not just a win-win, it's just that all boats are being lifted by a rising tide kind of view, right? And you're, you're the ocean at that point. You got it. Um, but getting there, getting to the point where you can like take a problem that you're trying to solve and say, ah, here's that network effect, here's how we do that. That's the gap that's in so many different spaces that people have to try and fill.
1: It is, and it's the gap at HOA.com and Raving Referrals. Raving Referrals is my book, it's what I teach, right? So we really teach this process of how do you partner with people that are already serving your perfect prospects? Now, if I've got my CEO hat on, and let me just do the silly here, right? If I'm wearing (laughs) my CEO hat, then I'm focused on building a company where that's happening every day, automatically, constantly, right? Now, if I'm a professional and I'm just focused on like a mortgage guy, right? Building my mortgage business. Now it's how do we create that network effect in the real world on a hyper local basis, right? And so we teach people to create their team because what we've found is that about 80% of people don't have any referral partners that are sending them business even once a quarter. Hmm. So they're out there like the Lone Ranger and the Lone Wolf trying to spread the word by themselves. And they wonder why they don't have much deal flow. So we teach them that one plus one equals 11. It's leverage because once you work together as a team, now you've got people out there, just like you said, being champions for your
0: business. Uh, It's it's a huge concept for people to realize because we often think of ourselves as that Lone Ranger, the Lone Wolf, whatever. But in reality, humans are much better in a tribe or in a pack. And it's because of your point, like there's the network effect. That person knows people you don't know. They're another voice. And by being another voice, not being you singing your praises, by being somebody else singing your praises, it's more trusted, right? That's
1: right. Uh, Well said. I mean, you've got it. Absolutely. And, And so think about it like if you're listening right now and you're a professional that relies on referral, what you need is other people talking about the challenges that you help solve, because Clients and customers are going to other professionals and they're saying, hey, who do you know that can help solve me? You need to be the solution that they're recommending. When you do that, now you're solving the professional or the
0: business challenge and down to the end consumer and client. It's, it's hard to say anything other than that's great advice. One of the biggest challenges that a company, like I'm gonna pick on us for a moment. Now we have somebody that I just brought on as our head of go-to-market. And we're in a space where we're largely a product-led growth strategy company, which means we know that we have to give outsized benefit to our consumers and that'll cause them to create like that uh, the viral loop as you described it, love that. However, we also recognize that our ideal customer is already using products that we would make better if we would partner with them. And they could be selling our product, we could be selling their product, all that. I'm a big fan, big, 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 big fan on the network effect that comes from partnerships and those relationships. In the business world, it's actually very easy to make those kinds of deals happen because there's an easy method of sharing in the wealth. You literally share in the wealth. I will give you a part of my deal. You give me a part of your deal. You can can do things like that or you co-sell. So the cost of customer acquisition drops dramatically. Like These are all very, very good things. The problem is breaking down that trust barrier over and over and over again. It's breaking down that trust barrier. You're an unknown quantity. You you know you don't exist yet. You don't have a name. You don't have a reputation. And the fastest way you can do that, again, to your point, is getting somebody else saying, hey, they solved it for me. And so you have to put yourself out there first. You've got to give it away first. You've got to go and create that value before you can ever extract you know anything back from it.
1: It's huge and in the B2B world, 84% of B2B sales start with a referral because you've got somebody making that trusted introduction and invitation. You know if i were coaching you i would be asking you about who are the players in the industry that are selling complementary services and it sounds like you've already got that identified and you might already have your list of partners that you want to pursue but that's really the key to success we're doing it right now with a couple of national real estate companies mortgage companies insurance companies where they're going to carry our flag out to the market Right? And what we're helping them all do is formalize those partnerships and then we focus on actually marketing to the consumer. So going direct to consumer and then promoting those bros down to the community. And part of what we do, we're about connecting community. So we host a lot of events and we don't have to host them. We help the people in the community host them mm-hmm. so that they're bringing neighbors together and you know, connecting in a meaningful way.
0: Yeah, in your particular space, that's a very good move, like having them host an event about, because then it just becomes the HOA's event. You know, they, they get to know each other a little bit better, there in person. They have all these other resources coming to bear on it that maybe doesn't cost you anything because the local service providers of lawn care and all that are providing the sandwiches and the cookies and the beer and wine or whatever, right? Like there's a very good synergistic like mechanism that falls into place there. And I love that again. I mean, so many smart things going on. Um, From ours, just keep going back to us because I'm CEO of a tech company and so I'm constantly thinking about it. We've got a team dedicated to solving a lot of these problems, but you're correct. We do have that list. We have a very hierarchical view of that list. We have the hyperscalers, the ones that we know that if we land those partnerships, it's a rocket ship and we probably can't support it yet. We're not going to be able to scale fast enough to meet that. And so, yay, we would desire it, but we have to keep it a little bit out of arm's reach. Then there's the the ones that are almost desperate for what we need and we're a nice addition to what they do. And they're also fairly large. Um, We don't have a term for those ones yet, but uh, we've always talked about them as they're the, the fuel that gets us to the rocket ship, which is the hyperscalers. But early on, it's just about getting anybody to say, yes, I want to sell your product with my product or we're going to go together. And yeah, we've got a great list of those, too. But it was actually, for me, it was like going to my own network. These are people that already trust me. It wasn't about going out and trying to find the perfect match. It was like, my friend Casey has a tech startup that's in a very similar space. My friend Andy's the CEO of a complimentary thing. Like, let's figure out if there's anything there. And when we hire, part of that hiring is like, well, do they have a complimentary network? Do they have people of relationships that have already established that trust that we can bring to bear for the company as well? Because if they do, then that gives them another notch, another mark on the plus column for bringing them in. And it's a pretty big one. Not that everything's transactional, but in, in a way, especially when you're hiring early, it's really important that everybody brings outsized value because you have to provide it. you got to prime it, which means you got to have it.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think what you're saying is is very wise and very smart. And just think about some of those other tech CEOs that you know, you know, it's we teach quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not about having 100 partners. It's having the right partner that can take you to the clients that you're looking for
0: that was the best advice that anybody's ever given me my entire life and you're not the first person to give it but it's so true when it comes to hiring people when it comes to partnerships even when it comes to the clients like if, if you're going out and you're building a company and you don't have client one who is your ideal client if you can tell me exactly who that is and then the value you're going to provide for them you're way ahead of the game
1: it's huge and you also need to understand what's the average lifetime client value on average how much revenue are you going to receive from them once you understand that you know how much you can spend to acquire that client
0: yeah the the cost to acquire cost to serve are often overlooked Uh, and it's very very important that you know those especially in the technology space where it's sometimes transparent it's not as obvious as shipping a product right absolutely Hey, Brendan, this has been a fun conversation. I want to give you a chance to say some last words before I stop the recording because we're getting short on time. But if people want to find out how to get into that radical referral world and really get that momentum going, the virtuous, what do you call it? the, The viral loop, the viral loop. If they want to get that going, what's the best resource for them? Where should they go?
1: Yeah. If you go to brandonbarnum.com, you're going to see raving referrals. You'll see HOA.com. That'll kind of give you a hub where you can find out about some of the things we've talked about on this call.
0: And then HOA.com is your your big bet that you're taking right now. And Oh man, that's how we're going to change the world. You bet, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brandon, it was wonderful having you on. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, good luck in everything going forward. Thanks, Christian. Appreciate you having me. And that's a wrap for this episode of TechTastic. I want to thank you personally for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious.